time for the Raytown Roundup, where we never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Today's tall tale is sure to amuse, entertain, and lead to laughter, or at least a snicker or two. So sit back, relax, and let's get caught up on what's happening with the folks in Raytown this week. Here comes the Raytown Roundup with your author and storyteller, Dr. Pam Arland. The weatherman has been promising rain every day for the past week in Raytown, but it never comes. It seems to go north or south or round or somehow just never appears. This is disheartening for Raytowners as we entrust our life and limb to the local meteorologists. So when they are wrong, feelings of mystery and insecurity begin to set in. For example, the bushes at the end of the house suddenly died, which is a mystery. Bushes are so easy to grow, and yet these died. Strange indeed. They seemed so healthy, and then they just weren't. What other things are we actually in delusion about? What other apparently healthy-looking plants are actually about to die? Will the tomato plants really make it this year or not? Then the tomatoes look good, but then see what happened to the bushes? One can just never really be sure. And so the suspense continues. Most folks just shake their heads and aren't sure what to say. Some mysteries just can't be solved. Local neighborhood speculation abounds on what's wrong with the National Weather Service and what happened to the bushes. This break in the weather has given Sam and Rachel a chance to work on their house. While the kids were young, things just sort of fell behind in the whole household maintenance department. So now they're repairing the deck and doing some painting. Unfortunately for them, they discovered some termite damage. Then the whole job has just gotten much bigger than they had previously expected. It's good that Sam is smart and thrifty, but it's even better that his friend Anthony is a fix-it man. So Anthony came over to help replace some support beams above the laundry room. Rachel had suggested that they might want to clear out that room before taking on such a big project, but Sam and Anthony were convinced that all would be fine. Rachel has learned to shrug her shoulders and walk away when Sam and Anthony are working, so she threw a load of clothes in the washing machine and went to Hy-Vee to do some shopping. Soon after Rachel left, disaster struck for Sam and Anthony. The rather large support beam they were trying to hoist into place suddenly became too much for two men in their 50s. They dropped the beam and it crashed onto the top of the washing machine with a loud crash that they worried Rachel could hear even all the way from high V. The beam smashed in the top of the washing machine and everything immediately quit working. The washing machine looked like the Incredible Hulk had smashed his fist down on top of it, or maybe Godzilla or some other amazingly big, strong, and not real superhero villain thing. Anyway, the point here is this. It was mushed and smashed beyond what a normal human being might even imagine to be possible. Both men knew immediately that they were in trouble. Big trouble. The washing machine was old and on its way out, 
but now Rachel's laundry was also stuck in there. Mental videos of Rachel's reaction went through each man's head. Each man's mental video involved an emphatic, I told you so, at some point. Both men began to panic as they began to understand their predicament. Sam and Anthony slowly and with helpful grunting lifted the beam off of the top of the washing machine. This took a great deal of effort. It was also a sure way to help support the livelihood of local chiropractors as they asked their backs to do things they simply were not designed to do. They then tried to pry the lid open of the washing machine, but it didn't work. So they began to remove any screw they could find on the washing machine. They were both pretty fast as adrenaline from a fear reaction set in. After they had removed all the screws and panels that they possibly could, and there were about 20 screws sitting on the floor, the lid was still stuck shut. Anthony went out to his truck and he got a drill to remove a few more screws. No luck. Next, Anthony again went out to the truck. This time he retrieved his crowbar. He pried and pried with all his might on that lid. Sam even tried to provide a counterweight on the other side. No luck. Both were beginning to marvel at the strength of the old washing machines. Finally, Anthony went back out to his truck one more time. This time he came back with a large rotary saw that could cut through metal. It looked worthy of taking on the damage of a supervillain. It was big, sharp, and dangerous. Anthony put on his goggles and protective gloves. He handed Sam a safety helmet. Anthony turned on the saw. A very loud noise filled the small laundry room. Just as Anthony was cutting into the washing machine and sparks were flying everywhere, Rachel arrived back home from shopping. She had no idea what had happened, but she saw sparks and smelled smoke and immediately ran into the laundry room. At first, she couldn't comprehend what she saw there and just imagined Sam dead. She froze, and then she saw Sam's sheepish grin appear from inside his safety helmet. She grabbed him and hugged him. She began to weep and hug him repeatedly. She was clearly relieved. Sam was surprised and thought that this was a bit of good luck. Perhaps he could live through the day after all. I'm sorry, honey. It was either the washing machine or Anthony. The beam came loose and I could tell Anthony was going to die. So we let the beam fall on the washing machine instead. Rachel said, As long as you are both okay, that's all that matters. Are you both okay? The men agreed that they were okay and marveled at their amazing good luck. Rachel went off to get them some cookies. Rachel felt that cookies solved almost any crisis. Never mind the condition of the house or the need for a new washing machine. The men were happy and relieved and looking forward to cookies. Avoiding a scolding was good luck for any man. So this was turning out to be a fine day after all. Anthony went back to sawing through the metal and eventually created a hole about six inches around. The hole was hazardous and sharp. Sam carefully put his hand in and extracted each piece of laundry one by one. It was a slow operation 
as each piece would snag on the side of the washing machine. Eventually, they got all of the laundry out, and there were only a couple of really big snags, which led to two pairs of Sam's jeans being lost. Well, truth be told, they had already been pretty worn out, and the world was probably better off without them. All the rest of the clothes were saved. Rachel brought cookies, praised the men, and took the laundry to the laundromat by Raytown High School to finish the job. Sam and Anthony waited for her to leave and sat down to rest a minute and eat their cookies. Anthony took a big bite of cookie and wiped some sweat off of his forehead. The men breathed for a few minutes. Sam said, That was lucky. Anthony said, Yep. Sam said, Guess we should have gotten more help. Anthony replied, Yep. Just remember, we nearly died. I saved your life, Sam said. Yep, Anthony said. Let's call a contractor and then watch a movie, Sam said. Yep, Anthony replied. And off the two lucky men went. The next week, Rachel got the washing machine of her dreams, and Sam never once objected to the price. In the end... It's hard to say who was luckier that day, Sam and Anthony or Rachel, but all were happy in the end. Well, folks, that's it for the Raytown Roundup for now. We sure would appreciate it if you'd tell your friends and family to subscribe to the podcast. New stories will be coming out each week, and you won't want to miss them. Raytown Roundup can be enjoyed wherever podcasts are found and on the web at raytownroundup.buzzsprout.com. Until we meet again, may the Lord bless you with joy, much laughter, and friendship with Jesus.